Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a five-part series I am running on The Bard and Compliance, How Shakespeare Informs Your Compliance Program. I recently completed the study of some works from Shakespeare from the Teaching Company. The Teaching Company is one of the top organizations in the United States which provides first-rate college professors lectures, both in audio and video, on a wide variety of subjects. So, for instance, on Shakespeare, Peter Saccio has Shakespeare, the Word, and the Action. Mark Connor has How to Read and Understand Shakespeare. And then one of my personal favorites, once again, Dr. Peter Saccio, Shakespeare, Comedies, Histories, and Tragedies. If you're a lifelong learner like I am, you will greatly enjoy The Teaching Company. You can check out all of The Teaching Company courses at theteachingcompany.com. The podcast in this series will include How Henry IV, Part 2, Informs Lawyers and Compliance, How Henry V, Part 5, Helps You Understand Utilizing Social Media in a Compliance Program. Through Much Ado About Nothing, we consider how you design a social media program for your compliance program. We use Othello to look at the clash of corporate cultures. And finally, in King Lear, we take a look at my favorite character in all of Shakespeare, the fool, and how PowerPoints can be the death knell for an FCPA corruption investigation. It's a fascinating exploration and way for you to consider a wide variety of compliance topics. This special five-part series of The Bard and Compliance, How Shakespeare Informs Your Compliance Program, is a special bonus presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. Today, I conclude my five-part podcast series on The Bard and Compliance, How Shakespeare Informs Your Compliance Program, by focusing on my favorite character in all of Shakespeare's works. It is the fool from King Lear. Of Shakespeare's many theatrical innovations, his transformation of the fool from a renaissance court jester of song, music, storytelling, medieval satire, and physical comedy to a commentator is right up there with one of the great innovations of all time. The fool became closer to the Greek chorus. Shakespeare brought the chorus commentary function back into theater, comedy, tragedy, and history. As noted in Wikipedia, where the jester often regaled his audience with various skills aimed to amuse, Shakespeare's fool, consistent with Shakespeare's revolutionary ideas about theater, became a complex character who could highlight more important issues. Like Shakespeare's other characters, the fool began to speak outside the narrow confines of exemplary morality. Shakespeare's fool addressed themes of love, psychic turmoil, personal identity, and many other innumerable themes that arise in Shakespeare. While Shakespeare's fool was a font of wisdom and commentary, the same cannot be always said for the corporate fools who put bribery and corruption plans and strategies into emails, Excel spreadsheets, and PowerPoint presentations. In FCPA training, I always remind attendees that if you put your bribery schemes in email, it will be uncovered. Further, if you put together an Excel spreadsheet tying your nefarious acts, such as the hiring of a family member of a foreign government official or employee of a state-owned enterprise to the award of a contract, it will be uncovered. Finally, if you put your fraudulent scheme in a PowerPoint slide deck for presentation to senior management, your scheme will be uncovered. 
This previously arose at GlaxoSmithKline, who put together such a presentation in 2013 for a targeted bribery campaign named Vasily, borrowing its name from Vasily Zaitov, a noted Russian sniper during World War II. The plan targeted 48 doctors and uh, was going to reward them with a percentage of the cash value of the prescriptions or educational credits based upon the number of prescriptions the doctors made. While a Glaxo spokesperson said the company probed the Vasily program and it was not implemented, therefore there was nothing untoward, if you put a bribery scheme which has its own code name into a PowerPoint presentation, and presented to senior management, it probably means that there is a propensity for such conduct throughout your system. Next example is Volkswagen and its infamous emissions testing scandals. New York Times reporter Jack Ewing noted that in 2016, a top technology uh, executive had prepared a PowerPoint presentation for management back in 2006, laying out in detail how the automaker could cheat on emissions tests. It is not known how widely noted or how, how wide the presentation was distributed at Volkswagen, but its existence it, and the proposal it made to install software highlighted a series of flawed decisions that the, surrounded the emissions problem. The PowerPoint underscored that people inside Volkswagen were aware that its diesel engines were polluting significantly more than allowed. Yet company executives rejected proposals to improve emissions equipment going forward. As more and more of the Volkswagen internal investigation dribbles out, Volkswagen's claims that its emission testing defeat device was the creation of a small group of rogue engineers is rightly dying a death of 1,000 cuts. The company is beginning to understand that the pattern of those regulatory tests and the presentations were entirely predictable. And a piece of code embedded in the software that controlled the engine could recognize the pattern of testing, activating equipment to reduce engine emissions for testing purposes. This language in the PowerPoint demonstrates that not only the reason behind the defeat device, but the requisite mens rea to prove intent to deceive. Yet this aha moment <clears throat> did not stop Volkswagen one iota. The company made the defeat device better over the years. The software allowed the company to appreciate when the car was being tested, differentiated from when it was on the road. It, the software measured such criteria as determining whether the steering wheel was in use and other criteria which would note it was being driven on the road. This rogue employee defense was never going to work. To have software in place for 10 years designed to defeat a regulatory scheme requires a wide swath of organization of knowledge in any organization. But not only within the organization, those vendors in the supply chain which supplied component parts or products had to be in on the scheme as well. Moreover, the very top of the company has shown to have been aware of these events. You might think only that idiots would put such details into emails, spreadsheets, and PowerPoint presentations, which not only demonstrated their intent to violate the laws, but their plans. As bad as all of these point, all of this is, however, it points to a greater insight relevant to FCPA enforcement. That is the aforementioned myth of the rogue employee. David Torcello and Allison Taylor detailed some of the reasons why the myth is just that. The VW PowerPoint adds another spike in the coffin 
of the myth of the rogue employee. If your culprit culture is such that you only communicate internally about illegal conduct, but record those communications, it speaks to a culture that supports and embraces skirting the rules. Commentators who claim that companies should not be punished by the actions of a small group of employees miss this greater truth, that the employees would not engage in the illegal conduct if their company, either through compensation, succession, or other remuneration, did not reward them for engaging in such conduct. That is the truth that Lear's fool would certainly impart to any corporate management. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this short five-part series on the Bard and compliance, how Shakespeare informs your compliance program. I've put together several podcast series going forward where I'll draw from literature, history, and other disciplines as examples and storytelling around compliance. Look for upcoming series on Sherlock Holmes, King Arthur and the Roundtable, and obviously more Shakespeare. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. The Bard in Compliance, How Shakespeare Informs Your Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.